Hello, lovely podcast listeners. So this episode was actually recorded during Nutcracker season, so we are jumping back a bit. But today we are talking to Sean's beautiful co-worker and Clara, Tori. And I hope you guys really enjoy it because it's a two-parter. So you're getting two parts this week. So enjoy. Can you hear me okay? Yeah. Every time I hear recording progress, per usual, I hear the do 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 in my head. Still, still to this day. We have a theme song for our podcast. We have a theme song. It's like do 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 do. It's like I wanted to make it like silly. I love. Yeah. I don't understand. So Tori has not listened to a pod situation. She's like, I want to go into this blind. She has no clue how we roll. Completely blind. But yet, when I tried to ask her a question for a five minute break she thought I was asking her to be in the pod oh, when I wasn't at all that's I'm okay. like okay so you haven't heard us you know about us and you're like of course you're gonna ask me to be a guest and then upset me that, that was not the question don't know why I just really thought that was gonna be the question wait we got to say hello first though before we get into things but anyway Tori we just kind of roll with it we tell story it's this is not like some like fancy interview we just kind of we're a hot mess basically so. But with Francesca, we got deep really fast. We got deep work. real oh. fast. I don't know what but then we took there. a We took a very high then turn up. And then it was, I got woken up out of bed at 1130 at night to go rehearse Chai Paw Variation. So we went from like real deep emotional to literally yanked out of bed to rehearse Chai Paw Variation in Italy. What? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. This is how we roll. Tangents. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Backstage Banter. Hello. How Sean, Sean is eating. That was really bad timing. <laughs> Sorry. But um, we have another beautiful guest today, the lovely Tori. Sean, introduce, introduce us to Tori, please. Tori, Victoria, she was originally called when she first got here, too. We all realized Tori, because she had attitude. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes. New to Ballet Met this year from Pittsburgh. You were there for seven years years beforehand mm -hmm. your boyfriend cooper though has been there was at pittsburgh with you for 11 mm -hmm. years yep 11 i just pulled years. these numbers out of nowhere and they're correct they are right nice good remember uh they both joined this season nice. um to belly met i and i remember their audition class tori strong choice strong and right choice wore her gray cotton unitard and we're like Ooh, who is she oh that is bold to the wear a unitard uh -huh, and anytime yeah, she wears it again, I'm like, that was your audition. That and, got that got you the job. And everybody says that. They're like, that's what you wore when you auditioned. And I was like, you guys remember that? Oh, my gosh. Oh, it was but, like a fit. We were like, who is she? She's like, I want to be comfortable and look like a professional. And this is what I'd wear. So this is what you get. And if actually if you yeah if you popped onto the live that i did yesterday on instagram which is we're recording this a week before this actually airs but i did a live for my dressing room tori and sean popped on because they were doing prince and clara together she is your clara this year mm -hmm. and we've talked about the fact that she's your clara several times on this podcast so the listeners are well aware of who you are tori so mm -hmm. yeah Excited. so how were your how are oh, your shows God. this week? Sean, <laughs> Sean's already up and away. He's gone. I'm done. I, I'm going to stop. Oh, wait, do you want wine? I stopped eating. Yeah. Let's have wine. Yes. Okay. 
shows How about our shows? have been so good. Like shocking. Like, like I'm so, out what? of nowhere. Just like everything is going perfectly and it all happens and it feels like smooth and easy. Like I feel like we're not like having to fight for things. They're just happening. It's really weird because we were not set up for success. <laughs> no. <laughs> As we learned last time that you've had like two rehearsals. Yeah. Four and a half hours. That's not a lot. I mean, Yay. you've now beat us out though okay. with rehearsal timing. <laughs> but we'll get to that. Whew, oh do I have a story? Yep. Mm-hmm. That's what I do though. We've established this many times that I am a, oh, here's one day you have 24 hours. You're going to be fine situation. That's how I roll. I mean, that's amazing. But that's how we were for, our, so me and Troy now have been paired for everything this season together. Mm-hmm. We did the whole entire first rep together mm-hmm. for Murmuration Potatoes and now tributary mm-hmm. that's how we kind of got to know each other it was like here do your memoration and i was like oh tori just so you know there's an edward leang choreography curve hope for the best yeah there was <laughs> oh my gosh so like let, let's start there like you're a more senior dancer that just transferred to companies mm-hmm. what's that like it is really nice it's really nice to just kind of be fresh and like have a fresh perspective Mm -hmm. and to go somewhere where like I'm a 26 year old adult and I'm hired as like who I am as a dancer now versus like what we think you'll be and what we're hoping you'll become when you're like 18 and also it's just a really great environment here as well like compared to to where I was, we went through a director change, COVID. Oh, like, that's right. Susan Jaffe was sure. was there. Yeah. Yes. Yes, she was there. She was new. So I think if I'm remembering correctly, because everything was like a blip blur, what is happening during COVID, but our boss, Terry, uh, Terrence S. Orr, stayed a little bit longer than he would have because of the pandemic Mm -hmm. so we like still had we like had him as a boss and her as a boss at the same time all in a pandemic so that was like just very stressful nobody wants to like meet their boss via zoom from their (laughs) tiny little living room dance studio here judge me as a dancer yeah for my employment off a little screen off this tiny screen off of like me trying to position the camera so you can see the best parts of my body and like standing far oh my god it was just it was very stressful and then coming back into the studio you never really felt like you stopped auditioning you know because Mm -hmm. it's a new director she knew you she met you in COVID and you're like I want her to see a better version of me but also like you don't have the time to like come back slowly. You have to like come back ready to go and ready to like prove who you are and your worth. And it was way too stressful. That's way too stressful. Tell us a little bit about how you started dancing, where you started dancing, just like your brief little bio. Um, So I am from Cleveland, Ohio. (laughs) I started dancing at four because my mom was pregnant with my brother and she was like, we need something for her to do. I can't like take care of 
two kids at one time. Like we need to put her in something. <laughs> um, so they put me in gymnastics and I went like the first day my dad took me because like my, me and my dad are like two peas in a pod. We we're very, very close. So he would like take me to gymnastics or take me to dance. And the first day we went to gymnastics, he saw the high beam like mm-hmm. in, in the room or the gymnasium or whatever. And he was like, no this she's not doing that there's no way and then they put me in ballet and I was like okay Since I like this any safer <laughs> yeah right well, yeah no <laughs> like, is it any safer really I don't know I'm they I don't even think well they didn't know anything about ballet at all I think my dad had seen a ballet once like like a like an MAB type of thing yeah like when, a school field trip yes okay um but they didn't I highly doubt they thought it was going to be where it is now um but so I danced in Cleveland until I was 18 and then I went to Pittsburgh and did their graduate program for two years and then I got hired and I was there for seven seasons and then now I'm here I'm loving it you got thrown the deep in real fast when you got here yeah I oh my gosh I like I am imposter syndroming my way through this whole thing because I was like, okay, I'm going into a new company. I'm going to just be like doing core stuff and I have to like show my worth and all of this stuff. Like I wasn't thinking like, oh, they're hiring me because they like really want me to dance because it's ballet. You never think anything good of yourself. You always think the worst because it's ballet because you always think the worst. You're like, I'm just here to be in the corner. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yep. And then I remember casting came up for like murmurations and tributary. And I was mm-hmm. like, is this a joke? Like what? Because you did principal what? four. I did principal. I did principal four and tributary. And then we did the pod together. Pa. In no, murmurations. third pod. Third pod. Yeah. And I was just like, no way. What? And then I was like, okay, you just got to go in there and pretend like this is you and this is what you do. And here we are. <laughs> I mean, so for murmuration. So, okay. So Edward Liang has a very detailed and very, not iconic, but like individualized, mm-hmm. stylized court. Like, you know, it's an Edward ballet. Mm-hmm. You, you know, it's an Edward ballet, mm-hmm. you know? That over, the, is... over the back lift. Yes. Cause Around you've the done world. them. Cause oh, Katie yeah. did them as a, Teen. Yep. What were you like? Sixteen doing it around the world. Around the world. And and so we're going into this paw, and I've now six seasons later have understood what an Edward paw is, which is manhandle, make the girl look like she's a rag doll floating around, even though it's not that at all. And then (laughs) you're it's 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 just and a lot of sliding and swishing. And trying to pretend like I have rubber joints like he does that I do not. <laughs> and so I was like, I was like, oh, I found out Tori had never done, never done an Edward ballet. Because most all. of us that have been hired, we have known Edward previously somewhere. Yeah. Well, he had, I knew him from like one second of when he came to Pittsburgh mm. to like. Oh, when he auditioned for the, for the AD job. Yes. Because he taught class and then like talked with us afterwards. So knew him from that, but did not expect him to be how he was. I was like, I think I was just 
like very scared because he like he came in and he taught class and like he's also auditioning for us so like there was this level of it felt like nervousness on both ends Mm -hmm. and then when we like talked with him when he offered us our contracts I was like okay he's very to the point very direct that's how he is and then I think the first class we took he was like okay I'm gonna mop the floor but don't you guys get used to this and I filmed like, it I filmed him mopping the floor alcohol all over the floor and then it's like Cinderella sweeping the floor for us like because so it was yeah. slippery so that we could take class and I was just like this is the funniest thing ever like this is my director I filmed it I made <laughs> sure I had documentation of it that's amazing I almost posted it too and I'm like do I do this do I not <laughs> no didn't <laughs> but I have it I have footage of him doing it not the first oh last time he's ever done it either but yeah, yeah so we were in remoration so and I just remember doing that first pot of dough rehearsal with Tori's eyes like this <laughs> So because it's a podcast and they have no visual. Sean oh, sorry. Like- <laughs> it was the widest. <laughs> Forget that this it is no visual. <laughs> it is. The, it was the widest deer in headlight eyes possible. Because everyone was like showing things or whatever and like make and like wanting us. And like, I remember, I just remember him like saying to do something. And you're like, wait, I need to see this. Like, what is he talking about? And to me in my head, I was like, click, 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 click. Yeah. And you're just like, I need to. Can I see? Can we walk this can we real fast? Can we see this? Well, can we take this? Out? And I was like trying to keep my cool whenever I like wasn't facing Edward, but then I'd turn and look at you, and I feel like my eyes like would just grow like twenty times. I was like, "What?" Literally, yeah, just like had her body. I'm like, I'm just flinging it around, slinking it around, putting it in the right spot to the point that then, per usual, we didn't have any more rehearsals. Yeah, because you know, look like you know what you're doing. So it's like, oh, they're going to be fine. We had two days, like our two rehearsals. Yeah. And then it was like maybe a week and a half later, we had like a, a, a half hour one again. And I don't know. And I'm like, oh, well, again. So that's how me and Tori now have been for the whole season. Yes. Everything, hands off. Just like, okay, well, um, hey, do you have any time like in the day? Do you want to maybe go to a studio and rehearse that thing that we're performing next week? Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. And yeah. now you're Prince and Clara. We yes. are, and we're killing it. I'm, we're, I'm proud of it. I think that what we're putting on stage is so solid and clean. Yes, I'm well, very proud of us. I have to, I, I forwarded it to you, Sean, but one of our viewers what, came to see you guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she says, I went, to, I went to Ballet Met's Nutcracker on Friday, December 16th. Ever since Sean mentioned that he danced in Columbus, I hoped I would get to see him perform. Um, I checked it on the website and was sure enough he was performing Nutcracker that evening. And may I just say, Sean, you are a wonderful Nutcracker prince. I've never seen the show before and it was absolutely amazing. I got to know, what is the snow made of and is it slippery? From Aurora. Her name is Aurora. So Everyone asked that. Right? Because so Paul's uh, brother and sister-in-law and everyone came that same show, that Friday show. Uh-uh. And Anna, my sister-in-law was like, I couldn't. Like, were, are you not scared you're going to slip? She's like, no, when you, when you guys were dancing in the snow, like I couldn't, I was so stressed and sweaty. I couldn't, I couldn't watch. And I was like, you didn't even enjoy this, the pretty snow scene. Like it's one of the best parts. <laughs> like, no, it was like, I was just like waiting for someone to go down. I'm like, it's, 
slick but not that slick no it's not bad it's only when it piles up it's the paper punches that everyone uses it's it's, most companies it's like paper and here's the gross part for those of you that don't know they sweep it up (laughs) and reuse it and so some of the snow has been used for years and years and years and years and years and it falls and they sweep it and they reuse it every show guess what i learned though on sunday it's 60 gallons of snow per show wow that's it does 60 gallons of milk. Can you like just picture that? Do you does it fall it the whole time for you guys? It doesn't fall in our pod until the very, very <clears throat> end, right? When we like when I do the last little carry back with you. Yeah, I think it it starts with the first core girl. Is yeah. when it starts yeah. snowing. Yep. Yeah. So uh I think the back snow actually starts with oh, goes maybe a little bit before. In my last carry with the mm-hmm. corner. So like mm-hmm. we they do like the blur end and start situation. So like our last kind of step blurs into that first snowflake coming out. Yeah. I think that's when the back snow bags start, but then it snows all of snow scene, all of snow dance goes. We come in again as Prince and Clara and do like a a snow coda Mm -hmm. and the final snow scene we're dancing in it. We do the the skater turn and stuff. I mean, it's, it snows a lot. I used to actually doing snow pond snow. Have you seen it done with snow pods done in snow? Well, we never had a snow pod. City Valley was the bed that ran around. Yeah. But we we it did fall the whole time for us during snow. But yeah. I have I think at Ballet West, if I remember correctly, they do the whole snow pod in snow. Yeah. Oh wow. At P and B, we did the that. whole the whole Kent the Clara yeah. Prince pod was mm-hmm. all that. It was beautiful. As it, I think it, I wish it was snowing for our snow pod. It, I think it should start lightly, lightly um, after we've done the forte catch, like when it starts to, it's like towards the end, it's not that big music, the big crash, because I think it's really wonderful how the scene transition oh, happens. Oh, we do. Yeah. Ours does really the scene transition. Mm. Um, so for us, it's like um, the big crash is the big, air, the first arabesque press. Mm-hmm. in ours and it, it's right when the framework of the like drawing room or the whatever like fully disappears so mm-hmm. it, that's when it like swaps and then it's like a full snow and forest. then you're outside like I, yeah. the beginning of the pot all takes place inside of a little bit house, yeah my favorite version after mm-hmm. the battle but i i do really love that transition it's like you're going up as Clara in the air and then your house is also going up. It's it's a really magical moment. Um, but I, I wish it would snow just a little bit after that, just start yeah. trickling a little bit. Um, but I don't feel like for anything we do as Prince and Clara that the snow really affects it as much. But in the core snow, it there's like my very first entrance, I run on and I'm like running across the stage in a back bend with my arms behind me. And I like, as a snowflake, you're supposed to just grab snow and throw it every chance you get. Oh yeah, we get. have buckets in the wings. So our buckets. snowflakes are throwing handfuls oh. all the time. Mm-hmm. At like certain points, they have to do it. And then other points, it's like fun whenever. Yeah, it's kind of just a free for all, throw snow when you want. But you're like, you have snow in your hands. You're in a back bend. You're running across the stage. You can't, you're not looking in front of you where you're going. And then snow is like falling in your eyes and nose and mouth as you're running across. And you come off and you're just like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like trying to get it all out. There was Don't one wear in lip my gloss. eyeball. 
Oh, I'm sure. I mean, I had, so now, because I do prints, I'm like, now I know what the girls feel like, because I, in my house, I have snow throughout the whole entire house still. Yep. You find it in your bag in June. Like, it's just like everywhere. I was vacuuming the house and I'm like, why, why, why are there snowflakes in our extra bedroom? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It sticks to stuff. You find it in the most random places. Like, it's, yeah. Mm -hmm. But to answer your question, Aurora, it's paper and the bags like go back and forth and there's usually three or four rows of them. Yeah. But yeah. No. But I mean, that, so our, that's our Nutcracker experience. But yours though, you talked about, <sighs> we thought yours was done. Yes, okay. And then I get the text saying- <laughs> So back up I'm because- I'm hopping on a plane right now to go <laughs> do a sugar. I skipped a week. I didn't get the, the, pre, the one that went up today. I didn't get it edited until a week later because- we did our – I did my four here with Aladson, four in two days, which was a lot. And I don't know if I told you Chris's father's version of Nutcracker. Like the whole opening is a pot of for Sugar and Cavalier and then the, the finale, there's two entrances. Mm-hmm. After it, You're just like wiped. So I did four in two days, thought I was done. Um, and I had left my third weekend open because I knew our kids were going and the Nutcrackers were going here. So I get a text on Thursday um, from uh, one of my Ballet West friends who is friends with Kansas people saying, hi, um, the Nutcracker you did last year, Kansas Ballet, their sugar plum fell ill and is not coming. Her partner, who I've met and danced with later, Raphael, was getting on the metro to go to the airport when she called him and was like, hi, I'm not coming. And he's like, what do I do? And I guess- Was this Thursday? This was Thursday because he was flying in Thursday. So he flew anyway, hoping something would work out. So they texted me. I agreed to do it. Friday, I get on a plane at, I don't know, 9 a.m. in the morning. Flight to Topeka. Luckily, it was a Nutcracker we did last Mm -hmm. year. But while I'm in the airport, I text him. We meet over text. I'm like, what version do you know? And he sent me a video of- Washington Ballets, because that's where he's from. I've got to get his correct last name. Hang on a second. Um, shoot, did I leave my phone? I bet Francesca knows him then. Francesca um, and John. Oh, from yeah. Washington Ballet. He's beautiful. He's young, super young. Um, I just, I don't want to get his wrong. genetics. His genetics were pretty. Yeah, like, he's really very pretty. The only thing I care about. Sweet, life, sweet, really. sweet. Good partner. That's, how I was that's why I you're can't... here. It's all Raphael Bejanaro, but you know, with the the J, I think they say it is H. So Bejanaro, Be Bejarano. He's beautiful. He's beautiful. Um, Like super young, like twenty two, twenty three. So you are liking these young cavaliers. I dance with young cavaliers. Aladdin is twenty (laughs) four. This guy's twenty something. I'm an old hat at this point. My thirty three year old (laughs) is going out to pasture. I think George is even younger than me too. Uh, I don't. Is he? I don't know. Maybe but it's like Fontaine, Margot Fontaine and Nuriev. She was what, like 15 years older than him or something? Anyway, mm-hmm. um, so I'm texting him while I'm at the airport and he sends me a video and it's a classical version, which I have never done before. Never, ever, ever even attempted. So I learn it on the plane. We get there. I get off the plane. I go to or- straight to orchestra rehearsal. I arrive during battle scene. Put the tutu on, put the shoes on, stone cold, meet Raphael, do the orchestra rehearsal, barely, like having just, it was like, because for me, you know, I have done the Balanchine version 
for 15 years or however long I've been doing it. And to then suddenly hear that music and do different steps and you have to think and like, I'm like, wait a minute, this is, this is this part, but it's not. It was tricky. And we kept, Raphael kept saying to each other, I can't believe we're doing this. This is crazy. This is crazy. This is like, it's insane. So we managed to do it. First show was okay. Second show was really good. And yeah, we pulled it off and I did some poites, which I haven't done in probably a year because I just don't do them. So, you know. We did it, and I flew back, woke up at 2 a.m., flew back this morning, and now I'm recording this. <laughs> so. After And you taught today and everything else. And I so, taught I mean, today already, yeah. I so. mean, I thought last year was was rough when you were like, oh, I, I, I don't have a, a Cavalier for this weekend, so I'll do it with Lucienne. But you guys do the same version. We do the same version that and we both Lucienne. have done. Mm-hmm. Whatever. So, like, they did they did the same thing. Like they, But you guys had, like, a rehearsal, like a tech rehearsal or something. And we're like, yes. oh, that's that's crazy. Mm-hmm. you've now oh, beat that one we beat that one completely changed gears completely oh which and i have to say the classical version is far easier than the balancing far mm. wait you think so oh, i don't yeah, i really? think the balancing version for the man is easier oh uh, i could there's see more maybe time the... to breathe you don't have there's not as many places it could go wrong it's just very very different yeah oh completely different very different and i actually I feel think... like everybody every person does a every choreographer does a little something different with Mm -hmm. the classical version like even going from pbt to here where both same version just like slightly different things i was like oh my god that's so weird how are you doing that and i remember asking cooper like oh my god is it like really weird and hard to learn a different version he was like "Eh, it's fine but going from balancing to classical that would be really hard. Like mm-hmm. I can't imagine doing the balance. Well, I, yeah, I would could. love You'd to be do fine. the balancing version. But the other way around, I feel like I'd just be like happy that it's easier, but also like a little bit just like, oh. See, I think it's harder for the man. And I remember at PNB when I was there and we were doing Kent's version still, because the Kent paw is really hard. Mm. And it's not like the classical one at all. It's Kent just makes his own versions of everything. Like it's very that one of a kind, which I loved. Yeah. And that's why I grew up with. Mm-hmm. And it was really hard. And I remember Seth and Carla, when they would do their guest scenes, they would swap back to the balance because they go, it's way easier. Oh, yeah. Then the Kent version that was happening. Mm. I mean, Kent was like, it was a hard version. A lot of running, crazy. bunch of lifts. It was, it was hard. Mm-hmm. It was weird. I mean, but, I prefer the balancing just because it's the one I've done forever and ever. I think, yeah. it, I think musically it makes a lot of sense. It builds. Yes. I don't know, mm-hmm. but it was fun to. It was a challenge for me. It was. It was a challenge. So, but like this is, <laughs> but this is perfect because like we talk about like things happen. Yeah. So that will lead us into our usual thing, Tori, which is stories. <laughs> we're a podcast okay. of stories do you have any fails do you have any blank outs do you have any costume malfunctions like or successes your... we can be positive we too can... okay we can be positive oh wait oh i did not bring this up yet is it too is it too soon what flowers <laughs> yeah that's the biggest one. Oh my god i was scared about this one Oh my gosh, this is really bad. This is really, really bad. Yeah, let's talk about things happen. They still happen to this day. Oh my gosh. Okay. So, <laughs> Sean's hat is completely covering his face. He's like, I don't even want to remember that this happened. So, I saw a whole range of things. 
So there was this was Saturday, right? Oh, this is recent. Oh, yes, I, this was I was this doing Saturday. Okay. Yes, because it was Tylee and Austin, so they're what second second column. Um, it was second column, and Cooper and I's friend from Pittsburgh, who was a dancer there before I I came, but she retired very early and had a family and is living her best life. Um, she came, which I don't know if I told you, but it was the first time she saw Nutcracker since she performed a Nutcracker. Our Prince and Clara. No, uh, the Saturday when you were doing. Oh, Chinese. when you were watching. Yes, um, she did say that it was probably the only Nutcracker that she'd want to see again. But um, I'm sitting in the audience with our friend because I always have that show off. Cooper had written down our casting and like that. Oh, now you. I Cooper. didn't do. Cooper wrote no. down the casting. <laughs> Cooper wrote down the correct casting. I am not blaming Cooper. It's it was the correct casting. There, I was not aware that anything was any different. Uh, I I did know that like some people had gotten COVID and some people were sick and like things were changing, but nothing that affected my spots. Mm -hmm. um, so first act happens. Great. Lovely. I'm out in the audience. <clears throat> Go back out for second act. Our Susan sitting back there. Both of our rehearsal directors are sitting behind me. Edward's sitting behind me. My friend's sitting next to me. We're just watching second act. And all of a sudden, flowers starts. And there's a flower missing. And I hear Susan behind me go, there's a flower missing. And I look and I turn them like, that's my spot. That's my spot that's missing. And so Susan and Edward and me just like book it backstage. We go backstage. I'm like, Susan, that's my spot. It's, I thought it was supposed to be Olivia tonight. I didn't even say, I think it's supposed to be Olivia. I was like, it's Olivia. It's supposed to be Olivia. And she looks at the sheet and it says my name. And I just go, oh, press the elevator button, get in the elevator and just melt down. I'm like, oh my gosh. The, like my job is to perform and I'm literally not doing my job. I just have like a complete meltdown. We, so the girls dressing rooms are on the fifth floor. The second floor is like where the green room is if you want to watch. So the elevator stops at the second floor and Olivia, the trainee who does the other spot comes in and she's like, oh my gosh, what's going on? It was, she was like, I thought it was you, I guess. And I was like, it was supposed to be me, but I had no idea when that change happened, like mm. no clue because we don't sign in for like the role that we're doing. We just oh. sign just the list of names and you just sign your initials that you're a person who exists. In Which I do not agree with. I think it should be the role. Susan for big said ballets. she's going to, they're going to change it for big ballets. Yeah. It should um, be for big ballets. Like mm -hmm. It should be cross off your name for the role. Each role that you're doing each that one night, because you do first act, second act, third act, different and it changes. Yeah, it changes. Um, so she Olivia has like her hair and makeup done she because was she Arabian. was was she doing Arabian? She was doing the Arabian. No, she did Arabian. She was doing the Arabian tendons because she. So the trainee Arabians are kid casted and they don't line up with the company casting. So sometimes, like like when we're Prince and Clara we have a different little Clara mm -hmm. than the uh, Sydney, our usual. Mm -hmm. Or sometimes like I have a different one, a different group of kids from when I'm Jocelyn. Yeah. 
yeah. than what it's because they <clears throat> did flip a couple shows because of the the principal casting of how it was going to line up. Yeah. And it gives other cast evening shows, not always having matinees and, and whatever. This was one of the shows that we don't line up with the same group of kid casting that we normally did. That's why oh. there was a change. She was double cast, I think, originally as Arabian and Flower. Okay. But to be fair, Here nor there. that change did not happen until like, it It wasn't like, it was at least by like that weekend. Week. Yeah, like within the week. It was, was printed, it was printed. It was printed. It was printed, but it was not writing. like, it was not like, oh, first day casting went up, second day casting went up, it changed. Like it was recently. Yes, it was a catch. I think it was a catch. So did this happen and during Waltz of Flowers or during opening? Did you realize During this? Waltz of the Flowers. Oh my god, the flowers are not in the opening. So a li- <laughs> like there's a dresser in there in the elevator with us. Olivia is like, should I go in? And she's like, yeah, you should because you already have your hair and makeup on. Do you have a cop? costume she goes to her floor I go to my floor I'm in the dressing room just freaking the out and I'm like okay Cooper's downstairs like performing nobody else is in here my like all of my friends are also performing in different states I'm like I there's nobody I can call like oh my gosh I'm freaking out Mm -hmm. and then eventually Cooper comes up and he's like what happened like how did this happen I look on my phone and like look at the casting on my phone through like Google Drive and it doesn't say my name it says Olivia's name and then I go to the virtual call board refresh the virtual call board go to the link on Google Drive and then it says my name but it's not in red and all of the changes so it was, but it was red a couple weeks ago it was they take the red off after the week it's put, so it's uh, during the next update that's so annoying. I mean, yes, it's not the best option, but that's what, yeah, the red disappears for most stuff. Oh my gosh. Mm, that's complicated. But like, who's looking three weeks in mm. the first weekend? I go through and make sure I'm not double cast it in anything. I didn't know that every time, like, because all of the changes that I thought were happening, I didn't realize like the school thing with all of those changes. I was like, okay. That's not my spot. It's a different flower spot. I don't do Spanish. I don't do granny. Like all of the things that would affect me. I was like, none of that has changed. Oh my gosh. But I was freaking out. I was like, I'm about to get fired. I was like, I'm done. I'm fired. (laughs) Literally had had our, I had had my evaluation the day before. (laughs) Oh my gosh. (laughs) And it went well and everything was fine. And then I was like, I'm done. I'm absolutely done for Cooper's like, it's fine. It's happened to other people. They didn't seem that upset about it. Like they went back into the audience. I see Caitlin and um, Tubbs and I'm like, guys, holy f- I'm getting fired. What do I do? And they're like, it's not your fault. Like it happens. It's fine. I'm like, are how could you possibly be serious? Like, how is anyone like, this is fine. Like I'm getting, f- it's, they're taking me out of the rest of the shows. Like it's done. And then show ends. I go to the stage to like, go like profusely apologize. And I'm like still kind of crying red eyes. And Edward's like, stop, stop. It happens. It's live theater. It's fine. Like, stop. Don't worry about it. And I'm just like, Oh my God, thank you so much. And I'm like, Mm. what? (laughs) 
backstage mm. while I stood there because things happen. Like yeah. sometimes there's an injury or someone gets hurt or someone starts to get sick and it happens. So everyone ran back not knowing what was wrong. So it was, is someone ill? Is someone injured? What happened? So it, that's that's why there was like a, a, a hustle of like franticness, but it was just bad. It was, yeah. I didn't know. I was like, is it too soon? Because I did it at PB. I've got an entrance once. Really? Yeah. When I was at PD, I was like, I'm not going to get hired. I'm like done for, whatever. Same thing. I, defer, I just, and I, it was, it happens. It, it happens. happens. Like, we had, I think I told you about the story where at City Ballet, there was a casting mix up and there was no soldier doll. Yeah, well, Leland even said once at Alberta, mm-hmm. it was the same thing. Like, mm-hmm. there was a mix-up in casting, and then someone else... It was for Soldier Doll as well. Yep. For me, Open it was the box, during... no doll. <laughs> yeah. Mine was Nutcracker. Mm-hmm. Again, I was at P&B and... What were you doing? Posh's attendant, which is a <laughs> <laughs> role. <laughs> okay. Um, it, it used to be called Slaves, and they changed that name. <laughs> <laughs> because they were well, at least they changed it again wow so much but there are costume updates that need to happen oh my gosh wait i have not actually my dervish costume no what is that i'm, I'm you scared off. i'll show you guys off. <laughs> um i forgot an entrance because i was posh's attendant mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. they're the, they're the two men that literally just do a couple moving stuff in second act for the pasha who is drossmeyer in the faraway land he's like mm-hmm. hidden and so one of the things is we help the boat come on and we help claire and prince get the boat and then we stand in the back and then the next thing was we carry out the peacock in her cage because we had the peacock the iconic beautiful peacock that i yes. miss um i was my it was my second year being a pd and pasha's attempt were usually like pd men or a couple like really big level like highest level men mm, okay i never did it because it was like a school role and only did the core stuff my whole entire two years of PD, even in the school I was doing core stuff. Mm-hmm. So PD, of course, meaning professional. Professional division. division. Yeah. I had two shows of Posh's attendance scheduled out of 40 shows, two of them. For the whole entire first three weeks, I did Chinese and I did course company Spanish. Mm-hmm. Every show. Boom, 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 boom. Yeah. I am sitting in the wing with my best friend, Christina, who was in her flower costume after uh, opening, because like Posh said, walk off to get the cage during Spanish. And I'm sitting in the wing with my like unitard hood down, my hats off and everything, just like waiting to watch Peacock because it was a girl who's really good at it. Mm. So we're sitting there waiting, the music starts. There's no Peacock, there's no cage, there's no anything. And then we're like, what's happening? What's wrong? And then she looks at me, she goes, oh my God, Sean, it's you. <laughs> okay, that's that's pretty bad. So then I'm running back to the back wing and she says, this hits open the peacock cage and then just struts out and starts dancing and does it, and, and does it just fine because the first three eighths of the music is the, it has to, is the carry out. Like it takes a little bit of time to carry out peacefully. So she just walked out and started the peak, the Arabian dance. I'm like trying not to cry in shock. Of course. So I like throw the hood on, my hat on, and then like me and the other Pashtun like carry out the cage later and put it down. Cause we, cause we still have to interact in that dance. We st- like, we stop her from escaping. She does her soda toss to both sides. 
So it was like no time to cry. Get he on. He has sick. to go back in the cage to exit as well, and then run out. So it's a whole. So it was like, oh, it was one of the most traumatic things possible ever to my life because when we carried the, that cage off, she came at me, cursing everything in the book. It is burned in my mind. Her coming at me. How dare you, you effing idiot! How dare you do this to me? How could you? Two of her best friends in the company in their flower costumes are holding her back, <gasps> saying it's not worth it. He's not worth it. Oh As I'm there in my canyon card, <laughs> standing there, little skinny shot in my unitard with my loincloth on. Oh my gosh. She's being held back as she is like, it is burnt. I, and then our battle master came back. It's like, what happened, Sean? Were you sleeping or something? I was like, I was like, no, I always do more like Spanish. I yeah. was sitting in the wing right in front of the, like, it was me in this wing. And the next wing behind me is the cage waiting to be carried out. Okay. Do you know what? That's also on the other people. Like, somebody couldn't have been like, Sean, this is your entrance. You like, know, like you yeah, were like, right where's there. my attendant? Yeah. Yeah. Like where's the other, like the other attendant, like didn't look, whatever. It's my own responsibility. Cause I was in, I was yes. in the costume. I did the opening of second act as the t- attendant. It was so, but because I went on autopilot, which it was what you did. Mm-hmm. You, it's like you, you want, it's great with you on autopilot, but no, that's when Mm-mm. that stuff happens sometimes. Mm-hmm. And to the point that like, it was fine, except the next day we had rehearsal for another ballet, Lost Nobula. I was mm. supposed to be partnered with her in the core. <laughs> Front of rehearsal, she walks up to ballet mistress. They have a little chat. And then all of a sudden, Anne read off the names. They were swapped around. And I was like, <sighs> I'm not stupid. I know what just happened. <laughs> oh, my. How old were you? 17. Oh, my gosh. Oh, you were a baby. 17, 18. Yeah, it was right before I got hired. I was like, then Peter did not bring it up to me for a whole entire week and then chose to talk, talk to me about it, about how unprofessional and this can never happen again. And I was like, wait, oh, you waited a week? Weird. I like, the time has come and gone. To yeah, I learned my now. lesson. Thank you. Yeah, like right? I'm now like constantly going over every part I ever do. Like I've already been shamed. The, co- the whole Let's company will on. not talk to me. They only talk to the other two PD boys that they're like, oh, baby, da 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 I was like, I got it. You guys don't like me. You didn't like me to start with. You don't like me now. Move on. Mm. Okay, mm. mean girls. Regina George, go sit down. No one likes you. <laughs> I'm like, calm down. They were terrible. I feel uh-huh. like things like that, though, are a lot harder when you're younger. You yeah. Know? Because, like, you're, you're so, it's like, oh, my gosh, like, I'm doing everything I possibly can to try and get this job. You know, you're yeah. like fighting so hard. Yeah. It's, it's. But like then everyone else was terrible scary. to me about it. And I was like, wait, yeah. no one was mad at Carla Corbs when she forgot to enter as Peacock. She forgot to enter as Peacock for the finale. So for the three eighths of a finale Peacock, there was no Peacock. No one cared then. Everyone thought it was funny and giggled. When Jody forgot her entrance in Ruby's as Ruby principal potted a girl, <laughs> just giggles. <laughs> Uh-oh. But yet I forgot to carry out the cage that affected no steps. Because you're because you're a, a baby and you're not. And they didn't like me to start with. People... They just wanted every reason not to like even worse. But then, but then I was paired with her for everything the next year oh as a PD God. still. No. Yeah, no, no, not that same season. The same season. I was paired for her for Romeo and Juliet and stuff. And I was like, 
I bet you're happy you're paired with me now because I can partner and the other boys that you were about to be paired with can't. So <laughs> I'm like throwing and catching her in R and J. And I'm like, see, I think now you see it a little better. So okay. then did you guys ever dance together? Yeah, I was with her. Like in the company? Yeah. <laughs> because she was tall. I only danced with the three tall girls. That is so crazy. They were all Isn't that dads. weird? That's Why weird. Why think you're so tall? It's your long legs. I don't know. It's your long legs. In Snowpaw, the first thing she's supposed to do is do an arabesque on my shoulder. And we're like, I can't do that because she's, it, we're not the right heights. She's supposed to like take my arm and like do this as I promenade her and it doesn't work because of her heights. And then... <laughs> Susan came up with every excuse possible of why Tori can't do it. Oh, you must have really big feet or something. <laughs> At my feet. She was looking Tori like, up and down. Tall on point. Oh, and I was like, no, Susan, I'm not tall. I'm short. I'm like barely, I'm like five, ten and a half. And she's like, no, you're, it's probably because Tori, like, you do have really long, maybe it's your arms or your, you have big feet. I'm like, she's not Captain Morgan. Like, <laughs> There's no big feet no. here for a short body. No. I dance with that. I know how that rolls. Yeah. Then she finally, then she finally, <laughs> then she finally looked at me. She goes, wait, you really aren't that tall, are you? I go, no. She goes, so you're the problem. I was like, yes, yes. I am the problem. I've been the problem for the past five seasons. When you put me in all these tall boy roles, when all the other boys are six feet tall, six foot four, and I am five, ten and a half. And Tori, how partners. tall are you? How tall I are you? am technically five four and a half. Is that real? That's my real height. Um, if they need taller dancers, I'm five five and a half. If they need shorter dancers, I'm five four. There you go. I <laughs> you're about my height, actually. Yeah. So it's I'm used to it and it's fine. I'm like, this is technically short for me normally. But it was just like I was like. Because for murmuration, we were in the tall boy, little girl spot. Yes. And we're seeing eye to eye. Because, okay, so murmuration was choreographed on Houston Valley. It was choreographed with my friend's Will. And the little girl is like pocket size. And it's a six foot one man and like a five foot two girl. Hmm. And everything Ed choreographs is, which is always what I do for Edwards Ballets, is a big boy, little girl paw. So it's mm -hmm. like... Yeah. whatever and then like but i'm looking at tori eye to eye and so i have to like it's just i'm like we had to find our own way yeah i we had to make everything happen i was like i can't just have her hang on my shoulder without her feet literally dragging on the you know that's like her feet are gonna drag on the mm -hmm. she's not gonna hang with her feet by my waist <laughs> and wrap around like they're supposed to i'm like her feet are literally like <laughs> dragging <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> you understand i'm a short boy with short arms i'm yeah, a you are a t-rex yeah mm -hmm. i'm a t-rex crazy because you said that to me when we first danced together and i was like really are you and then i was like you are <laughs> it's because you have like a very short torso yes. which is beautiful and ballet and lovely long legs but i feel like everybody just assumes that if you have long legs, you have long arms and you're just all like, if I hold myself tall, I don't know. Well, yeah. And it's, you know what it is. Okay. Because I, I do my job and I partner anyone who I'm given. Well, yes, obviously. And I don't also, bitch you're out. strong. You're very, very strong. I do my job. That's what I'm hired to do. Well, it, it's really nice because I, I was saying to someone like I, I, if, 
I don't have to worry about falling. I don't worry. I don't have to worry about like something going horribly wrong. Like I'm not going to end up with my hands on the ground and like mm-hmm. kneeling with my butt to the audience. <laughs> like that's never going to happen, you know, yeah. <laughs> or like, I'm not going to like get a concussion because I've been dropped on my head, which like, it's very nice. That's a, a very nice feeling. So Sean is Sean is always there because I think it's also your do or die because we've talked about this. Sean yes. is do or die, like a hundred percent. How so? Everything is do or die to me. Yeah, like it's there's either... never. <laughs> Sorry, go on. It's true. No, it's just it, it's like it's either pristine or it's trash. Like when you and I say, "Well, we'll go. Oh, we'll be ready to do something." We're like, "All right, casual. We got to do this yes. casual." And even then, <laughs> you and I start casual, and then it's like do or die because we're exactly the same way. Yeah. This is your thing. You always say, oh, I'm going to do a waist up show. I remember we were doing Dracula and I was backstage and it was like a tech or something or a dress rehearsal. And I was backstage and you were doing Jonathan, which, by the way, was wonderful. Your acting was amazing in that. You were very wonderful at that role. Oh, thank you. Um, but I was backstage and you were like, oh, this is going to be a waist up show. And then I go to the front of the house and I'm watching and I'm like, waist up where like uh, excuse me are you not jumping for your life right now I was not sprung I was not jumping for my life I was delicate okay well it was not a waist up show and I think it was I think it was a dress or a tech because the other guys were like they had like tapped out because I think it was the end in the red cape tango when you guys do the most dancing so hard and everybody else was like I'm done I'll just I can't and marking it and you were like nope and just going for it and we were like waste up where <laughs> this is full giving a hundred percent i have a theory if i can do something at the worst feeling of my body in the world which is regularly then i can do it when it feels great which is rarely right so i just need to know i can always do it right so in return it's just you just <clears throat> always do it yeah that was like us doing Midsummer. Yeah. Well, that's like you doing anything. Katie performed the the, the fancy feet, whatever rhythm. She hadn't done in like 10, 11 years. What? Fascinating mm-hmm. rhythm and who cares? Who I hadn't cares? actually oh, run, I hadn't I run the solo. Fancy in a, three and I was like, what? Oh no, whatever it was. The <laughs> fancy feet, the fancy feet one. I see. <laughs> oh my gosh. She whipped it out at, for the first time for the show. 11 years. <laughs> wow. That's I how I feel roll. like you're just a whirlwind of fascination and amazing this is how i met katie <laughs> i met katie because i was hired as a you'll do as a partner i guess person. no no we, we, we there's a story i have text to prove it we've already talked about the pod you'll do <laughs> you'll do okay okay for the kennedy center and we were doing r and j okay and and spanish what the don't 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 which Spanish. grandpa yes whatever it was um okay. and so i was hired, hired we were so we were rehearsing that for like two months okay. i had no clue she was doing four or five other things i was a very ambitious gala. program she never rehearsed them i didn't know she what? was doing i didn't know she was doing the turning girl who cares solo i didn't know she was doing the nine, a nine or 11 minute red shoe solo i had no clue until we're on stage for the dress rehearsal because when we did the in-studio run-through of the whole 
Catherine Morgan night at Penny Center because it was a Catherine Morgan night. She didn't do any of that. Shit. She did my paw, my two paws, mm-hmm. the one little paw with the other guy, mm-hmm. and that was it. And I, I like, thought oh, no. I did at least oh, two so, pairs. Like, you didn't do your solo stuff. You were just Not, doing like paws. No, like, solo stuff. But there was like four. Yeah, of them. I just, I just wing it. I'm, I'm real good at like figuring it out as I go. So in return, we're at the Kennedy Center, and I'm like, "Did you just add this? Is this new? Did it widen?" <laughs> no, this was the plan. I was like, "I've never seen this in my life." Is this the show? I was like, "What were you doing for the past two months?" When I thought you were like rehearsing with me for like three hours a day for R and J and Don Q. When did you rehearse oh, these? You, yeah. I don't know. Like, and then for this gala thing that we just did in Alabama, mm-hmm. that we did when you did Midsummer, Midsummer, and who cares? Mm-hmm. We did it, and I opted out of doing the man solo smart choice because i was yes. like i was trying to learn dracula and no time to rehearse this because we rehearsed this in crazy. august yeah. so then we get there she's like oh, i don't know what solo i'm gonna do yet because you were gonna do <laughs> i you couldn't were like, decide I, you the were like, I don't, girl and the other one you're like i really hate doing the turning girl one but it goes with the paw that we were doing but i really hate doing it but i like this one better but i was cast to learn it but i didn't do it because the senior girl got put in before me because i was like 17 year old child learning man i love so i haven't rehearsed it wow. since i was like 17 21 maybe i'll just do it real fast and then she's like oh I, i'll just kind of walk through i haven't walked i need to walk through it just to see if i remember it for during our dress rehearsal i'm gonna dislocate my Stop. jaw if i hear so anything then, so, else so then I'm it goes like, then that's the music she gave him she's like i'm gonna for the dress rehearsal she's like oh, i'll just like take it really easy because like i'm really I'm not feeling that great. I, I was just- sick. I had gotten married two weeks before, and right after our wedding, we both got really sick. So I yeah. like couldn't breathe either. And our and our midsummer what? rehearsal was a dumpster fire. <laughs> I have one of those on my Christmas tree, and it says 2020 dumpster fire. Yes, <laughs> amazing. So in return, we're, she's like, "I'll just walk through it real fast," and I was like, "So you want to talk about waist up?" Her waist up walkthrough was a full out for Jesus. <laughs> amazing. Menage makes- and I was like, "Oh my gosh!" Good thing I filmed this, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like for me, the dancing's always come naturally. It's it's the mental side and the body side that was always the challenge. Mm. Like they could, that's that's why they would throw ballets at me. That's why this weekend I could just learn it and do it. That was never the issue for me. It was always the other side of the profession that was hard yeah Mm. but that's a whole nother level like I thought that I was good at picking things up since we did Nutcracker and learned it in two days and like learned Spanish in one day and didn't touch it until Saturday before we performed but that is a whole nother level of madness I'm insane crazy I mean me and Katie will rehearse something Three, three months in advance, not touch it and show up for the show. That's what we do. That's what we do. We rehearse for like That's... two days, don't touch it, do the dress rehearsal. Wow. Like a few months in advance. You didn't know that? No. I flew out in August to rehearse with her for three and a half days, four days to do Midsummer and mm-hmm. who cares? And then I didn't but, do And see, you say this is like amazing. Is this also just lazy? Am I lazy? <laughs> so, <laughs> like, I, don't I don't know. You're busy. You have other things. So. You have other things to do. I feel like, honestly, I think that a ballet dancer cannot be lazy. If you're that's a professional- That's a lie out of Satan's mouth. I can nice names. Well, I mean, okay, okay. A ballet dancer, like <laughs> someone who is not like 
like you know there's people who are said have been in the same place for 25 years and they can just do whatever or people who are like itty bitty babies and they're 20 years old and they're like oh I can do anything but I mean like to be like a ballet dancer hustling true do it like you can't be lazy to do that in real in real world standards you're not lazy you're lazy within our industry in certain situations people could say but I I don't think so that's not like when you look at like people who are actually like lazy in ballet and then it's like oh we didn't like we learned it and then we had a trillion other things to do that's not lazy that's not lazy that's too much multitasking well and i guess i take (laughs) i take class all on point like i'll do bar on point center on point like that's that's my trick to get in shape fast i'll do it all on point yeah i bet you can do that's really smart you know what's weird i that's really that's all i ever know that's all i've ever seen and known until i got here is the only time I've ever seen women do class on flat. I have to tell you something. Did he bring that up to you? No, no. Oh. I mean, maybe sort of, but in like a positive <laughs> instead of a negative way. He he said like, your articulation is really wonderful, especially on point. So I was like, yes, that means I don't have to wear my point shoes in class ever again. <laughs> there you go. Um, But when I was, so I did my first summer intensive when I was like, 16 it it was a very interesting experience when I was young I didn't care about ballet Same. I just wanted to like kiss boys and make friends that's all I cared about what's changed true <laughs> true <laughs> <laughs> pretty true I just want to kiss boys and make friends um but my first summer intensive like I I grew up without a ballet company, a professional company around at all. So I didn't know anything about ballet. Like I didn't even know that there were like leotards that weren't like black, maroon, and violet. Yeah, (laughs) I was like, okay, that's the only leotard. Capizio is the only dance brand to ever exist. This is why your audition outfit was your Capizio gray cotton unitard. Um, It was not from Capizio. It was from American Apparel, by the way. But not oh. towards like ballet, I'm wearing streetwear <laughs> always. Um, Urban yeah. Outfitters, right? It's um, a little cheap, right? So I didn't know ballet, and then I like at my studio, I was like, oh, I'm one of the best girls. And then you go to your first summer intensive, and you're 16, and there's like 12 year olds who are in your level and dancing better than you. But I made a lot of friends and I was like excited about that part. So I didn't like that year that I auditioned, I didn't know anything about auditioning for ballet like programs. I didn't know anything. My parents didn't know anything. My dance teacher was kind of like, well, just go to a summer intensive. So the only audition I did was Pittsburgh, got in, took it. The next year we like, me and my family were like, okay, this is how it works. So I do all of these auditions. I don't regret things in my life, but if I were to regret one thing, it would be this. I auditioned for PMB, summer intensive, and it was at Ballet Met, actually, because that was the closest. Like, I had been to Ballet Met before, like, when I was young, because it was the closest studio to me where they did auditions. So it was in Studio A. Uh We did Bar on Point, Mm -hmm. and the whole time we were in bar I was like I'm not going to this place this evil awful place who makes you wear your point shoes at bar Only what is levels. this what 
I didn't, I didn't know anything about that. I didn't care anything about that. I was like, I'm not going, I'm not going. That year, that summer, I got into a lot of summer intensives, but I was like, well, me and my friends are going to all room together, all four of us at PBT. So I'm just going to go there. Should I have like gone to PMB and maybe I would have a different career? Maybe, but I'm happy with how my life has turned out. Yeah. But it was all for point shoes. It was all because I hate point shoes and I never want to be wearing them. So you picked the wrong profession. <laughs> right. Obviously. Well, do you know what it is? I don't hate point shoes. I just hate class. And then mm. point shoes just mm. make it so much worse. Like I don't like I hate I can't turn. I hate turning. Um Preach. I you and your lies. Thank you. You're like, you're <clears throat> like, okay, I'm only doing three today. I haven't warmed up. You go and you do tray pack and you pull into four or five turns and then do your, um, the first show we did. And then the last show we did, you pulled into four and then we're like, and so and I was like, okay. He literally just told, I think he blackout when you turn because you're always like, I'm only doing, I'm, I'm only doing two turns. I'm not doing any more. And then just whips out the craziest stuff. Or (laughs) Mr. Or my personal favorite. I'm just a core boy. I am. If I hear that one more time, you're not. Edward will not put me as Cavalier because he says he doesn't like my pirouettes. I don't have good enough pirouettes. Cavalier's about the partnering, though, isn't it? Some people just like excuses. Uh, yeah. (laughs) That's very strange. I was supposed to do Cavalier my first season. I was supposed to do Prince and Cavalier. I told you about this. Yeah. Every year I've told you to be doing it. Like, why am I not doing it? I've done it every other place I've been. It's very. I was very. He said, "Like, you're you don't have." Consistent or pretty enough pirouettes or double tours. Well, you don't. The thing about Cav, I just don't throw them around. I don't do them unless I truly have to. Well, do you know? Because I hate them. That is that is a thing. I feel like um, I've talked to like other dancers in the company about this, and I think this happened to me in Pittsburgh because dance is so subjective. People just put you in a little box and say like, "This is what you can do." And in Pittsburgh, it was contemporary and like fast footwork. It was mm-hmm. like, that's all she can do. We don't want to see her try to lift her leg because that looks like garbage. Like we don't want to see her do anything slow. Lines, no, we don't want to see that. I come here and it's like, your lines are so wonderful and you're so articulate and you're such a legato dancer and let's like work on your contemporary. And it's like, oh, this is just like what you have chosen to give me and what you've seen me do you know what I mean Mm -hmm. like it's not it's not necessarily whether you're good or bad at things it's more ballet is subjective and it's beholder yes and also what you are given to do like I exactly like one of the other dancers in the company has been like well I do all the legato stuff but like you don't like, why don't you see me do the fast footwork? Like, you haven't mm-hmm. put me mm-hmm. in the place to do that. Like, it's very easy, I feel, to be put in a box. Yes. And that's just ballet. That's just, mm-hmm. like, the director. Like, and if you think you about it as tubes. a director, like, if you use a director brain, it makes sense. You're like, okay, I want to put on the best performance I can put on. I know that this person is good at this, and I know that this person is good at that. That's what we're going to do. And that's what they like watching that person do. Mm-hmm. That's what the audience wants. Or just that's what the director wants, not the, the du- audience. True, what he, what they want to see. Yeah. But. Because actually, usually the audience likes variety in casting. And they bring it up too. Yes, mm-hmm. they do. Mm-hmm. 
this one here brings it up. Donors will bring it up. Anytime there's a, I, I don't want to use the word fluke, but an alteration to the usual casting. They like it. It is brought up and it is noted and appreciated. Mm. That is so interesting. And I feel like it happens a lot then in the rehearsal process if someone else casts and then Edward sees and it's going well, then it leads to other things for them. For that person. Yeah. Um, the When I first went to Pittsburgh at 18 um, and I was in the school, the first performance they did was Sleeping Beauty. And Terry, who was the boss at the time, he they had done Sleeping Beauty pretty recently. And he decided for the fairies, he just wanted to switch everything up and give the people who like can't move fast at all, who you've never seen move fast, you're doing canary. The people who are always doing the fast footwork, you're doing like grace. And it was very interesting. I feel like that was maybe not, well, I think it worked out in some ways. You got to see people who don't usually do those type of roles do those roles. But also I think at that time, Pittsburgh was more of a company of, you can do this and that's all mm-hmm. you do. Where other companies like here, I feel like, because I kind of view this as more of a soloist company. Yes, Like I feel Everyone like is everyone is a soloist. And here you have a lot more dancers who can do a lot, a lot of things, a mm-hmm. broad range of things. So I feel like we, I think this company would benefit from like switching it up a little bit like that. Oh yeah. Not smart to do it for the fair, I guess for the fairies, cause it's not Aurora. It's not the mm-hmm. whole evening. It's like a small, yeah. Um, yeah, that's really smart. So that is the end of part one. Stay tuned in a few days for part two. Bye, you guys. Bye.